0: Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 30th of July. Thank God it's Friday, Groundhog Day, unfortunately for us here in Sydney, New South Wales. As usual with all the information contained in this briefing it is general advice only so please do your own research contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts ideas or insights in this presentation And if you need to you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read the disclaimer in full and if you're listening on a podcast head on over to our website and you can read the disclaimer there. Right well another positive night on the Dow. I felt like a bit like a broken record at times, but the Dow and the US markets pushing ahead on the GDP number which came out last night, 6.5% which was below forecasts. Forecasts were for over 8%. So that does feed into the narrative that the Fed is going to stay its hand lower for longer. And we did see some corporate results dropping last night as well in a number of stocks. Amazon being one of the biggest, down 7% after hours, Uh, somewhat disappointing results for them. But we'll get onto those in a minute. For the evening, the Dow finished up 154 points or 0.44%, 35.085, back above 35,000. That seems incredible, doesn't it? Uh, Nasdaq up 16 points or 0.11% to 14,778 and the S&P 500 up only 0.42% so no middle for diddle today up 19 points 4419 Vix index as you would expect Uh, down 3.3%, 17.70. Our SPY futures pointing to a seven-point gain today, but probably likely to be as cautious as we were yesterday. Yesterday had a very narrow range, and I would say below average volumes, so nothing really that exciting yesterday. It did open up, stay there, and then I think everyone switched on to the New South Wales briefing and then over to the Olympics. I know that I spent some time doing that but we did see commodities doing better last night with Brent crude up 1.75% $31.7605 back above that 75 level WTI not there yet but heading that way up 1.7% dollars big riser last night was gold had a really nice day $31.50 to the good 1.75% 1831.20 why was that better well a lower US dollar certainly helping there on the back of that lower rates for longer mantra that came out of that disappointing GDP number so there is signs that the US economy has had the big bounce and is cooling slightly which is somewhat worrying and but the market for the time being very much focused on what the Fed is doing rather than anything else. Casualty last night, though, was iron ore down 3.1%. China, again, moving uh, with some of the steel production measures in China to cool the prices of some commodities, and iron ore was suffering. Also read today that Brazil is in the grip of a serious, serious drought, and one of the rivers that Vale use to transport iron ore, saving on truck. Costs um, is actually uh, not navigable at the moment, so as a result um, they're not getting as much iron ore out as they would like, and the iron ore they are getting out is more expensive, so something to keep an eye on there, maybe a little bit left field. As far as other commodities go, last night we had copper up 1.2%, nickel up 1.6%, aluminium up 2.1%, zinc up 0.9%, lead up 1.3%, and tin up one24 BHP in ADR form, up 1.4%, and Rio, up 2.37%. In here, we have the, uh, when it finally updates, we have the S&P 500 index. Uh, you can see sprinting out of the blocks, a bit like the relay teams at times, and then uh, failing at the uh, end. So just slightly coming off the highs towards the end, but nothing very much to worry about but those amazon numbers after hours were a little bit of a concern is the u.s economy slightly changing i guess they've been a big beneficiary from the lockdowns and of course as the u.s economy opens back up and goes back to a more normalized situation maybe they will not do quite as well Major stories last night, record highs again. Jackson Hole is now looming as the next big event for the Fed. It always was, to be honest, 26th to 28th of August. That GDP rose at around 6.5%, estimates for around 8.4%. So a big, big miss there uh, for the GDP number coming out of the US. The Senate is advancing the infrastructure bill again. The more it advances, the smaller it gets, it seems. Atlassian one of our great homegrown tech stocks. They reported a loss of only $213 million for the fourth quarter, compared with a loss of $385 million a year earlier. So there you go. Stock up 13% on the back of a $213 million loss. I'm sure Mike Cannon Brooks will be out buying more houses. Bernie Sanders says he has the votes to pass a broad budget resolution next week that could lead to $3.5 trillion in the reconciliation bill. That is separate to the infrastructure spending bill. Vaccine-resistant parts of the US now leading growth in inoculations amid Delta's spread. Interestingly, in Northern Ireland, EML payments, EML, the stock code there, won a contract yesterday to supply prepaid MasterCards to everybody in Northern Ireland for 100 quid to spend in the shops, so a good win for them. The mandate for US federal workers New York City cases climb. Amazon missed exports, and Hong Kong hopes its $600 vouchers will juice up its economic recovery, and the Chinese factory numbers will likely show the recovery is stable. As far as our market goes today... Um, Probably the big news is the one down the bottom of those bullet points. NABs has announced a $2.5 billion on-market buyback. I would have thought a higher dividend and a special dividend would have been more appealing to shareholders, but they've gone the same way that ANZ have. Anything you can do, we can do a billion dollars better, and then announced a $2.5 billion buyback there. In economic news today, we've got private sector credit for June, second quarter PPI, and the much-anticipated New Zealand June building permits, which will be uh, a major focus today, and uh, ANZ consumer confidence for July. (coughs) In the US, 195 companies in the S&P 500 have reported second quarter earnings so far. Nearly 91% have beaten estimates. I would suspect that the estimate people are wrong rather than the companies. So there's a bit of both, I would imagine, but um, does seem that uh, analysts have been a little bit too bearish, maybe. That GDP number in the US did miss forecasts, and PayPal as well had a bit of a miss, and it could be that the new world looks a little less um, stay-at-home and pay for things on the internet than out and about buying services so paypal said transaction volume hit 1.5 billion for its buy now pay later business in the june quarter which was up 50 percent on the prior quarter that will obviously have some impacts on the likes of afterpay zip etc they've said the total transaction volume since launch is 3.5 billion 7 million consumers transacting 20 million times so that's uh, one that's three transactions per consumer BHP Rio up uh, in US dollar terms on the ADRs, that's American Depository Receipts, and uh, 1.4% for BHP, 2.4% for Rio. 10-year yields, US 1.27, Australia 1.15 still. Obviously, the COVID cases and the lockdown in Sydney uh, having a bit of a detrimental effect on that 10-year bond rate. Germany still minus 045 and Macquarie yesterday flagged that its payout ratio would drop from 60 to 80% of profits to 50 to 70% as they are eyeing opportunities in the post COVID world. Fortescue has flagged a huge dividend increase. 80% of profits will be paid out in dividends. That's the target. Analysts are now penciling in $3.32 in total for 2021 which is almost double what they paid in 2020 and twiggy would trouser a four billion dollar check hard to imagine isn't it there you go Uh, asic is suing the amp for corporate super fees being charged for no service and as i said the big news of the morning really is the national australia bank buyback two and a half billion on market buyback which will mean support for the stock and the sector question of the day today this is one Marcus suggested did you buy one of our one stock portfolio stocks and if you did how are you going we've had a couple of uh, good winners out of that um, piece that we wrote about a month ago following on from our 12 million dollar man did you buy one of our one stock portfolio stocks if so how are you going love to hear your thoughts and experiences there and i've uh, been writing a bit about that in the newsletter in the last few days Thanks very much for listening. Have a great session and a great Friday. Head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights over there and your answer to the question of the day. That's always a great way to start the conversation. And we've got three and a half thousand plus members now on that Facebook group. It's a very well behaved group. If you have any qualms about Facebook, don't. Uh, This is uh, one of the better groups out there. Members Helping Members is the motto. And I'll be running another Ask the Analyst session at 5pm tonight. So if you have any questions, uh, drop me a line uh, either before or tune in at 5 o'clock and I'll be running it for around an hour. So far I'm looking at Corazon, which I haven't looked at for a little while, uh, Samphire and Oz Minerals as a bit of a comparison. And also going to have a little look at Novanix Uh, which one member suggested I have a look at a report coming out of a broker. It was 38 pages, and uh, I haven't quite got around to all 38 pages yet, but uh, I'll give Nova Nix a bash uh, this afternoon as well. But that's it for today. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great day.